Welcome to The Bee's Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me. This is Mary Elliott, your Bee's Knees podcast host. I am so excited to share with you a beautiful, loving soul. Her name is Bev Lynch, and she's going to share her recovery story with you. And just to let you know, in case you missed some of this or you want to re-listen and share it with your friends and family, not only can you listen to it on the Bees Knees podcast, but you can also listen to it on Me Radio 1. You know, we now have a radio station dedicated uh, to knees, healing, recovery, helping you in all areas of your life. All right, well, let's get started. Hi, Bev. Can you uh, introduce yourself to everyone? And thank you, by the way, for joining us. Hi, Mary. My name is Beverly Lynch, and I'm here today to talk about my knee replacement surgery um, that I had three weeks ago, right knee replacement. Wonderful. All right, Bev. Well, let me ask you this. So what was going on with your knee? Why did you need surgery? What happened? Well, my knee, I've had knee pains and suffering quite a bit for years and uh, stubborn. And I had this thing in my head that I could take care of this myself, that I was going to change my diet. I was going to eat anti-inflammatory foods. Um, Oh, I was just going, I could do it. It was possible. And I worked on this for a good three years. Uh, my husband lost 80 pounds, so, you know, I changed my eating. Wow. <laughs> 80 pounds, but boy, my husband did. Um, and it would get better at times, but I could never recover. And uh, so, but I, I didn't want to say uncle. I wanted to, I just had that belief, and I... Uh, religiously listen to um, different podcasts, uh, YouTube, oh, everything I could find on knees and healthy eating. And, uh, and eventually what had happened is my husband surprised me. I'd always wanted to go on a cruise, uh, and we were never able to. So he surprised me with a trip, and it was a Viking Ocean cruise. And it was 17 days. We started in Barcelona and ended up in Norway. Well, knee pain, and my husband had hip pain. Well, it prevented me from doing some of the little trips that I wanted to do. I had to pick, you know, low mode things that didn't. I couldn't go to castles, which I really wanted to do. Too many steps involved, so I had to take the easy uh, way, and. I realized even the easy way um, was difficult for my knees and for my husband's hips. So this beautiful cruise ended up to be a wake-up call and that uh, it taught me that I did not have quality of life and that I was fighting a losing battle. So I came home and... uh, we, you know, discussed everything with my husband, and we both discussed quality of life and that, you know, we were fooling ourselves. We didn't have it. So we made a deal, 
and the deal was he was going to get both of his hips replaced first, which he, uh, this year, he had both hips replaced, one in February and one in June. And then in July, uh, when he was well enough to care for me, I had my right knee replaced, and I'm scheduled to have my left knee replaced in September. And uh, it's a journey because, I want quality of life, and I tease my husband uh, because I'm 67 years old, and he is also, and uh, I tell him we're in our last trimester of life, (laughs) you know, like a baby, 369, and I said, we're 67, we're in the last trimester, you know, and we're going to make the best of it, and so that's kind of where it stands, and, um, and, you know, it's... The surgery wasn't easy, but I I did everything I could um, to do it right. I I sought out a good doctor. I read his credentials. Uh, I talked to my internist. Uh, My internist would have probably given me a different doctor, but he agreed. Um, and I did use the same doctor that did my husband's hip replacements because I was so impressed, and only to find out he does more knee replacements than hips. So I felt in good hands, and uh, and so here I am, my third week of recovery. Well, let me ask you something about First of all, wow, that is a very touching journey you have been on. And I, I think it's so precious that you and your husband have such love for one another that, you know, you're there to support each other and help each other through this. That is incredibly beautiful. <laughs> but what I do want, to, want you to mention here, you know, a lot of people are not aware of the X10, Bev, and especially the surgeons out there. And when a surgeon embraces the X10, I know, boy, I am really dealing with someone who's, you know, on top of technology, who wants the best for his patients, really desires his patients to have a great recovery that creates ease and comfort when they need it the most. You know, tell us a little bit about your surgeon, because I know of him, and I, I know he's absolutely wonderful, but in your words, you know, maybe introduce him to our world, because honestly, uh, he embraces the new, and if it wasn't for him, you and I would have never met. You would have never had this type of recovery. Right. Well, my doctor's name is Dr. David Mayo, and like I said, I, I read his credentials. I read about the entire group, and I was... Uh, I and I was impressed with how he was with my husband. He's very professional. Um, and when I went into him, you know, he he just laid everything on the line with me, and I made the decision that you know I I do have to do this because he he had told me that I could probably go six more months, and I just gave him a look like, no way, I can't go another six months in this kind of pain. Every day was pain. Every day was thinking my way through the day of how what I could accomplish and I wasn't accomplishing the goals that I would have liked to in my daily living um so he set up the surgeries and uh and he was very competent you know and he told my husband when he got they had taken the x-rays and my knees are bad but he said, boy, when he got into that, to my right knee, it was much worse than even the x-ray showed. And uh, 
I had it at a surgery center, and they were wonderful with me, and I was home in, I would say, four and a half hours. Um, I had a pain pump. Um, I had very good directions, and and I was fortunate enough to have my daughter stay with me for the first five days and help me, and she was a great help. Um, So that's about where I am, you know, with with the doctor. I go back next week for my post-op, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, But his office uses, um, they recommend the X10 machine, and I had never heard of this machine, and so, you know, I I read about it. I talked to uh, the nurse, and, and for me, it was not, um, it was something that we had to pay out of pocket because our insurance didn't cover the machine, but um, it said right in my paperwork that if you had Blue Cross Blue Shield that they paid for it, um, but I, I did not have that type of insurance, so... After I read it, I thought, oh, this sounds like a great thing. But then, of course, I turned into that person like, oh, I wasn't going to spend that kind of money. I, I didn't feel I deserved it, which is stupid. Um, I mean, because I could have afford it. I could afford it. I, I could find my ways to do it. And so I told my husband, no, no, I'll be okay. Other people have gotten through it. And so then my husband he went in and read on the X10 machine, and he called me. I was out. I think I was with my daughter, and he called me, and he said, I really think you need this machine, Bev. And when he said that, then I agreed because I was, you know, I always, being a woman, you know, sometimes we just take that, we take that step back. We don't do for ourselves what we should do. And, you know, thankfully, he read about it, and he said, you need this machine. We're, we're going to do it. So then I called Mary, and she set everything up for me. And uh, and I'm so thankful. And then when I had the surgery, it, it was very painful. And I laid in bed. I had the machine. The machine is in my bedroom. My room is large enough that I could have the machine in here. I laid in bed, and I just looked at that machine, and I couldn't even fathom getting on it. I hurt so bad. And, you know, my daughter, who we kiddingly now call the Gestapo because she would not (laughs) give an inch. She made me do my work, and she got me up to that machine, and uh, I was, I just, I wanted nothing to do with it because I hurt. But the only way to get out of the hurt was you have to do it. And uh, I got on the machine, and I did it, and I had a coach. Her name is, well, I still have my coach. Her name is Candace, and she's been great with me and very encouraging. And eventually, I found my own rhythm with the machine. Like they say to do it three times a day for like 35 minutes. You have a five-minute warm-up and then 30 minutes on the machine. And I did that for the first, I would say, week and a half. I was pretty darn good about it. And, uh, but, you know, you, you do have pain and you have to kind of breathe through it and work through it and take your pain pills. And, and I finally realized, and it's maybe not for everybody, but I'm a person, how do I say it? I, I am not a person that does well competing with others. 
but I am a person who does well competing with myself. If if there's a challenge, something I want to learn or something I want to do, or I'm very focused in competing to do better with myself. And and I'm, that's never going to change because I've been that way since I was a kid. Um, someone asked me to challenge them. No way. Challenge yourself? Okay. <laughs> so, so I realized that I could get on that machine and I do my five-minute warm-up and um, I decided instead of 35 minutes, I was going to stay on that machine and I was going to slowly progress. And so um, there's like, it, it does flexion and extension. So to get your knee out there totally straight and then bent back to a zero degree for extension and then to bend back to 130 degrees for flexion and that's full range of motion. And so I stayed on that machine sometimes for an hour and 10 minutes, one little digit at a time. And I would stay at like, like 112, maybe for four or five repetitions, and I'd bring it to 113, and I'd bring it to 114. But that is how I made full range of motion um, very rapidly because when you take that time to allow the knee to get used to each little increment that you're moving it, you move to the next increment without all that pain. And... I would I'd do anything to make it easier on me um, because I don't like pain, but I I knew I had to do it. Um, but I found my way, and that's um, how I use the machine. And I talked to my coach Candace just yesterday, and she said, "Bev, take a day off." She said, "The the." Uh, the other recipients that are using the X10 machine that have had the surgery uh, the day that I had my surgery, she said, you are um, a week and a half ahead of everyone. But I love the machine. Now the machine is my best friend. And I'm going to be sad to see it go. And I also, uh, my husband and I discussed it, and I decided I would uh, pay for an extra week to have this machine um, because it's just doing such a wonderful job. And, in, and then I'm in outpatient therapy, and they um, really can't believe how well I'm doing and how far along I've come. And they, they think that I'm further along in, from my surgery recovery than I am. Yesterday I went into um, my outpatient therapy, and my therapist was on vacation, so I had a different therapist. And... She put me on the bicycle, and uh, I immediately just started pedaling. I, I surprised myself. I was able to go over, you know, make that overturn when you're pedaling. And so she said, well, wait a minute. You, you need to get off. We need to lower this. Maybe you need more of a stretch. So she lowered it one. Um, I got back on. She had me get off again. She lowered it again. I was still able to pedal just like nothing. And she's like, I can't lower this anymore because it would not be a natural body position. So she says, you've got this beat, you know. And uh, so anything well, I can do that they don't have to, that I don't have to suffer, that's the way I'm going to go. <laughs> exactly, right. And thank goodness there's inventions out there that can ease 
our lives and make recovery right doable but very doable and honor right you you found a recovery method that honors your body's pace right you're not, right right you could take that hour if you wanted and 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 do your therapy because it's in your home so you could honor the pace that you wanted to move forward with mentally physically emotionally it, it was available to you right right and um, for me it was uh so, okay, so sometimes if I couldn't make three times a day at 35 minutes, I would kind of get this, you know, this guilt, like, oh, you didn't do it. And, I mean, it's, it's a stupid feeling, and it's not even worth mentioning, but it's how I operate. And uh, so as I found my way and what would do, I don't have any um, any apprehensiveness or anything now because I know like if I only did that machine two times in a day I know I really did it three I just didn't do it three separate times I put the time in and some days if it was like a therapy day and I the knee was tender from them working on it and I only got in one good session that's all I did but I'll tell you every time I do a session I feel better and it loosens that knee up, and it allows me more mobility. And I find myself drawn to the X10 because it it loosens it up every time. Every you know, the more you use it, I just think the better off my knee is, and and then my mind is better off, and you know, I'm not in a that pain zone. And being three weeks into it now from from my surgery my pain um it it is changing um i'm doing better today i plugged in my my fitbit i couldn't even think of you putting my fitbit on like where was i going how was i going to walk and uh i told my husband i'm plugging in my fitbit i'm gonna try for a thousand steps today i said i'm not gonna overdo it but i think i could do a thousand i'm i'm gonna see and yesterday in therapy also they told me i didn't need to come in with a cane anymore so i'm walking independently at three weeks and i'm doing pretty good i have a little limp but it's going to go away because it's it's thinking and you know getting your foot in the right to you know getting your heel up and your toe and it's all coming along but you just have to listen to your body and not not give up and I had a couple days that were painful enough that it kind of took me down and I felt a little sad and you know you get tired of the pain but the only way to get out of it you have to do it and uh, I'm really over the moon with my recovery I can tell you that Oh, that is great to hear. That's why I do what I do, right? Happy endings. <laughs> love happy endings and love seeing people get their lives back. And, you know, unless you've suffered physically, right, the you the depth, I mean, you, you can kind of get it that it's important, right, to have great health. Mm-hmm. But once it's taken away from you and your world has now gotten smaller and smaller and it happens so gradually that you don't even realize how many things have been right. taken away from you, right, for your freedom. And, you know, we're meant to live free. This thing called life is supposed to be enjoyable and fun and loving. And, oh, my goodness, to to 
to be blessed nowadays, right, with surgeons, right, and, right to have a great surgeon who's knowledgeable and a pro at what he does, which Dr. Mayo is, to, to have that availability where he can come in and give you a brand new shiny knee. And then now to have, you know, embrace new technology with the X10 and have a whole new protocol for, for, for a tool in your home to help ease you into progress rather quickly, right, with the least amount right. of time. My gosh, right? Our world is great, right? Getting better and better every day. And now, right now, you have freedom. So what are you going right. to do with it, Bev? What's coming up next? What are you going to do with all this great freedom? Oh, man, I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This doesn't bother me because my mind is busy with recovery and goals and, you know, you just have to stay in a in a certain type of zone, and and I think everybody can find it. But there's days that it's not so easy to find, and and that's just our life. Um, but like when I get my second need done in September, now no, I'm not looking forward to it. I know now what I'm in for, and I am not looking forward to it. But I'm looking forward to the X10 coming back into my room, and. One thing I'm very excited about um, is, like, my coach let me know that, um, you know, this machine, you can reverse the machine to the other side of the chair. So I will have my left leg done, and I'm going to be doing the work on my left leg, just like I've been doing on my right leg. But if I feel up to it, um, and I know I'm going to keep it an extra week because I know what it does for me. I just know it's, it's my quality of life and, and it's important to me. Um, but my coach let me know that, you know, you, I can take this machine and put it to the other side and I can keep working on my right knee too and keep that range of motion good and strong. So I'm, I'm really over the moon with it because here I'm getting it for the second surgery, but I can still tend to my first surgery, my right knee as well as my left knee, depending on, on my recovery and how I feel. Um, and, you know, we already know how to adjust the machine um, because our, the coach would call us on the phone and uh, my husband, you know, she would direct my husband on what to do um, because at one point my leg extension was not in the correct and I think that's because as, as, as you recover, your leg comes down more and more. And, and I wasn't able to get full extension because it needed to drop back a bit. And so we did that. And then I'd take a picture and send it to my coach so she could see. And this last time when she told me to take a picture, my husband took the picture. This was just a couple days ago. And I looked at the picture and I said, oh, I'm not sending this picture. We need to move this back one more notch. And on our own, because I could tell that my knee wasn't right where I needed it. And I, my husband moved the chair back one more notch for me, and I went into position, took the picture. She called me up. She said, You're, it's perfect, it's perfect. And that's when I told her, oh, I moved it on my own. I could tell. That's so, fantastic. See how yeah. knowledgeable and easy? Right, exactly, exactly. You, you listen to your body, and you, 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 know, and, you know. And I was telling my husband before that, um, 
even though I'd made full extension at zero, I, I said, but I don't think my knee is at full extension. And that's when I talked to my coach and sent the picture. And then, you know, so we've moved it twice. But once I did it myself without, you know, then sent the picture. And so it's easy. It's comfortable. Oh, and the chair that you sit on, I, I wish I could keep it. It's a wonderful <laughs> chair. It's so comfortable. And, um, I just, you know, it's like, boy, if I could keep this chair, it, it's just nice for anything. So I don't know. That's that's pretty much um, where I'm at with the how I'm very happy with the machine and um, looking forward to, not looking forward to the second surgery, but looking forward to having the machine to help me recover. And and I have to do it. I mean, I made a pact with my husband, and he did his two hips, so I have to do my two knees and. And then we're going to, hopefully this virus will be over with and we can plan some nice things to do in our life and get some traveling and things in, you know, and uh, enjoy my gardening again. I I love gardening and that's been on the back burner for uh, quite a few years now. We even um, started, I, it's not really a word, but I call it um, seniorizing. We're seniorizing our home. So Oh, we, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So people are like, what do you do? We're seniorizing. We're making things easier. And it was very hard for me to close up some of my flower beds because um, I come from a family of uh, gardeners. And um, my mom had the most beautiful flowers and gardens. And uh, I took after her. And at one time, I had over a hundred rose bushes in my yard that I tended. Wow, it was I you could step roses. out into the yard and it smelled like a like a flower shop, but you know, with the old fashioned flower roses that really had a scent. And I had to close them up and now we resodded or reseeded our yard and now I have all this grass and uh but on our side coming into the backyard, I have beds on both sides, and, you know, I, it's very, you know, it's, I had help. I had to hire someone to help me um, to put those beds together and to put my front yard together, those beds, and to make it more, you know, easier for me. And I don't have all the roses that I love, but I have some roses, but it's beautiful we've done a beautiful thing and uh i still can get the enjoyment and there's enough gardening that i can when I, as i heal i can tend it myself oh, and wonderful. that fulfillment wonderful. that i've not been able to feel in quite a few years and and it was hard watching you know seeing weeds come up and and things that you know you could only get like five minutes bending down to pick these weeds or to put something in the ground because then my knee was done and that was it. So now I I have that to look forward to. And um, so I don't know, it's a big part of my life enjoying my, my home and my yard and I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yay. Right. Yay. That's what life's all about. And you know what? You, you added another layer into this, right? Balance. 
right? You got to have a healthy balance in life. And you right. learned that, right? And made sure you took steps to give yourself that. So now when you look at your gardens, it's peaceful for you, exciting, and it feels doable, right? Instead of stressful and overwhelming. That was very smart. Bob, and not only that, wow. the man that I hired uh, on our street alone, he's worked on about four other homes because people are so impressed with our yard. Um. Always, uh, I have a good eye. I have a good eye. I mean, I, use, I would never have said this in the past, but I've changed that much that um, <laughs> Yay, I'm pretty good at, I, I, can, I can see things, and I'm good at putting things together and making things look um, artistic. Oh, and beautiful. so I had my plan, and this poor man, he wanted me to get rid of all these rocks. I had brought rocks from my um, grandparents' farm for oh. years, rocks that they had pulled out of the field. And uh, I had beautiful, I had done my own rock-type garden where even though I couldn't garden anymore, it, uh, it was very artistic. And this poor man, he's like, can we get rid of the rocks? I'm like, no. Can we get rid of the rocks? No. <laughs> and then he called my husband. He called my husband three times asking him, please talk her into getting rid of the rocks. <laughs> I said, my husband just looked at him and he said, she said, no, I'm not going to change your mind. He said, these rocks are sentimental to my wife. It it means a lot to her. And so he did get rid of the rocks, but he, we did some redesigning and it it is, it's beautiful. And, uh, but I stuck to my guns to what, what was right for me and I guess when I talk about my gardening and that with anything in life it's what is right for you and uh, he's happy I'm happy the neighborhood is very happy and he is getting so much work just from what we did in our yard that our whole neighborhood is benefiting because everything's looking nice and everything's getting you know people are taking the time to improve their own things and it's it's kind of fun to see that chain reaction you know and that because of something you did it's benefiting others and i guess right and that's what life's all about right sharing our gifts and and sharing you know being generous you know Yes, it's great to to be able to do things yourself, but when you let somebody else help you in, yes, and compensate them for that, my gosh, you're helping that other person put food on their table, right? We're passing it on, paying it forward. It's beautiful, right? Beautiful. And and because he helped me, I mean, you know, I, uh, so he knew, like, my husband's hip surgeries, he knew my knee was bad. So um, he was there when we'd have a heavy snowstorm. I could call him and ask him, you know, would you shovel for me? And I mean, we would pay him and he would take care of it. And, uh, you know, and it's nice to know that you have somebody that you, you know, that's reliable, that is going to show up and take care of that. And, uh, we have some beautiful young neighbors just move in across the street from us, and they even shoveled our snow for us and helped us out. Yeah, and I really, because they're only in their 20s, 20s, and wow. put over. They, they, think, you know, they ask me if I need anything. They offer their help all the time, and I'm, um, you know, I'm so fortunate and grateful, and 
uh, for for what I have at this stage of in my life, you know, to get beautiful new neighbors. Because, um, you know, in today's world, not everybody is neighborly, and it isn't like the old days. Um, and sometimes you get lucky, and I did. I got lucky with my surgeon, uh, this X10 machine. I had never heard of it until all the paperwork and everything came, and it allowed me to you know, research that, and, um, you know, it just, uh, everything fell into place, but it's, but I allowed it to, even though I was going to fight it and say, oh, no, I don't need that, but I did, and uh, I have no regrets, and, yeah, like I said, I'm looking forward to uh, having it come again to my house in September. <laughs> Well, lucky us. We are so honored to be part of your recovery. Bev, honestly, this is what it's all about, right? Well, I (laughs) imagine patient therapy without that machine. Number one, you don't, I don't think I would be where I'm at today. And I don't, I'd do anything not to have them pushing on my knee or pushing it up or pushing it down. It's painful. And even now when they do it, it points it's very painful but I'm bruised um I think people I don't know I don't know a lot of people who've had knee replacement surgeries but I was terribly bruised and a lot of times when they're pushing down they're pushing on my bruises (laughs) so you have that pain on top of them trying to get the knee to stretch more but this machine I'm so far ahead of the game um that yeah, because you're three they, close, I right? don't spend a lot of time with them pushing. They do every session, but it is a, it could be a lot longer and a lot worse. And uh, you know, I've been in therapy for this is my third week of outpatient therapy, and I mean, like I said, they're they're just so surprised at how far along I am, and um, and it's a nice thing to hear, you know, that especially when I had the new therapist, well, mine is on vacation because that kind of confirmed it even more when she was shocked, like, three weeks, you're just a newbie, and look how far you are. And, you know, and then I, then my brain goes into like, oh, I believe it now. This is someone who's working with me for the first time, and she's really saying, you know, laying it on the line to me that you are really doing well. And uh, and that's my goal because I want to feel good, walk normal, um, have stamina, um, and I'm doing everything to get there. Um, and, you know, that's going to hopefully lead me to that my dreams of, you know, for the rest of my life um, of what I would like. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, really earlier I should have said it takes three things, right, to have a successful outcome, right? A a pro as a surgeon, right, a wonderful, knowledgeable surgeon, a great Mm -hmm. recovery plan, right, to to get you through it, but also a positive, optimistic, loving attitude, which, my goodness, Bob, you displayed from the first time I had my first conversation with you. I could just feel how wonderful your energy was. You were up and optimistic, and and you knew what you wanted, and you were using all your courage, right, to to move forward. Right, with that, right. And I yeah, think I 
you that I have a determination. I think that's <laughs> a determination. Which is I, a good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Bev, thank you so much. I am sure uh, you have just delivered a lot of value and clarity and depth into well, anybody I hope listening to this. Um, up their, you know, their mind or help them along to, you know, for for their recovery because um, it's a painful surgery, like I said, but I can't imagine how much worse it could have been. Um, I wouldn't have wanted to know <laughs> this, <laughs> you know, and like I said, when I looked at it in, in my bed, I just thought, I just wanted, I thought, how am I ever going to get on that machine? But you do. And uh it's so much, I don't know, I don't know what to say about it. Well, so. thank you, Bev. Thank you for You're your welcome. time, your generosity, your big, big heart. <laughs> and I'm so happy you've gotten the results that you wanted. I know that was really important to you. And you know we're always going to be here for you. You need anything, Candace, me, our whole team, you know, are, are always here to support you in any way that we can. Yeah, I'm hoping Candace will be my coach again for my second We'll make meet. sure. Yep, we'll make sure. If we can make that p- possible, we will definitely make sure. She's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful human being, right? Wonderful therapist. She's great. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, thank you, Beth. day off every now and then. Too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. They work hard. Our, our team, our coaches, therapists work really hard, which everyone does, but they do work hard. They're hard workers. They're good people. They have a lot of integrity. and right, good spirit about them, and just like our patients, right, just like our surgeons, just like their staffs, right, good people attract good people. I truly believe that. I <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, thank you, Bev. I wish you continued vibrant health. Can't wait to work with you on the next knee. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Bev and I hope that, you know, this will inspire you to take action that works for you, best for you, like Bev says, right, works for you. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Beth. Hi, everyone. One message about what you're listening to, because there are two different audiences for everything that we do now. We have had a podcast for the last few years called the Bees Knees Podcast, and some of you are listening to that right now saying, yeah, thanks, PJ. Got it. I'm listening to your podcast. What else do I need to know? Uh, But I'll tell you. What else you need to know is that there's another way to consume these wonderful interviews and content that we create, and that is Knee Radio One, a 24-7, seven-day-a-week, on-all-the-time knee broadcast. It's a radio station on the Internet, Internet Radio, they call it, and we have a collection of interviews bundled into different shows that run all the time on Knee Radio One. You can find that broadcast simply by going to knee-radio-the-numeral-one.com, knee-radio-one.com, and right on that homepage of that website, you can read all about it, and you can also push play and listen to the broadcast, and it's going on all the time with different programming. We're updating that programming. We're really excited about it, and in fact, we're soon going to launch and introduce a morning show, 7 to 9 a.m., hosted by Mary Elliott. She's busy creating that show right now in the middle of summer 2020, and that'll be out pretty soon, and we're excited about having that, you know, in the world as well. So uh, just an explanation, Knee Radio 1, 
the Bees Knees podcast. Much of the content is the same. We're packaging it for you on the radio station, or you can go to the Bees Knees podcast on any podcast service that you can imagine. We're there, and you can just look up specific episodes and topics uh, on Apple Podcasts or in Google or on Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, and you can find individual interviews there. Hopefully that'll help you get what you want out of this knee focused content that we create. So that's it. This is PJ. I hope you enjoy listening. However, you're consuming this content. The Bees Knees podcast comes to you from our studio in Lower Manhattan, New York City. We're here week in and week out shedding light on all aspects of knee surgery and recovery. To reach us, send an email to thebeesneespodcast at gmail.com.